another pot of coffee is brewing and another month has just finished. So that means it's time for me to introduce my brand new monthly bonus episode, The Book Nook. No, not before coffee isn't going anywhere, before you start panicking or send me a message. Send me a message if you've got a book recommendation anyway. But I wanted to take a chance to talk about all the books I have read this month that don't have their own episode. And as that number seems to be growing, I figured what better way to do that than a short monthly tour along the bookshelves and take a look at the other books I've been reading. I'm your host, Ray, self-confessed bookworm, film addict, TV show marathoner, hermit, long-term depression sufferer and very honest caffeine fiend. Light the candles, get yourself a fresh cup of something hot or a glass of something chilled, depending entirely on when you're listening and what your preference is. And let's get started. Tomorrow is the 3rd of March, better known as World Book Day. So what better time to talk about the books I've read, the books I'm considering and the incredible number of books that will be coming out over the next week. So let's get started. Right at the beginning of the month, Even before I picked up The Thursday Murder Club, I devoured two books by contemporary romance author Lindsay Kelk, Always the Bridesmaid and In Case You Missed It. As with everything Kelk, the books featured well-rounded and enjoyable characters. Always the Bridesmaid, the story of perpetual bridesmaid Maddie, who finally gets a chance to shine even as things are falling apart all around her, was released in 2015. It was fun funny and a speedy read. I picked it up one evening after work and finished it before I actually went to bed. Yeah, it was one of those. And I think it was one of those evenings, to be fair. Roz, from In Case You Missed It, is suffering from a bit of an identity crisis when everything in her life seems to start going wrong just when she is sure that she has reached the age when that shouldn't be the case. Returning to the UK after a few years living in the US, she seems to want to pick up where she left off. However, her friends have moved on with their lives. This book is all about how to make the best out of things and see them for what they really are, rather than what you imagined them to be. Okay, I'll admit it now, before you realise it, seriously, with the next two books, I was on a bit of a romance bent for February. But to be fair, it was the month for romance, and as I don't have any anywhere else in my life, what's the harm? To be fair, what's the harm anyway? It's just something to read, and I enjoy it. The next book was the third in a series by Georgia Toffolo. Apparently, she's a reality TV star, but as I don't watch TV, it's not something I pay attention to. And I have to be honest, I think that this was likely ghostwritten. Anyway, Meet Me in Tahiti was a fun little romp. After an accident on the way to her school prom, Zoe was left in a wheelchair, but she doesn't let that stop her from having fun. Things get more interesting when she arrives at a Tahitian hotel and bumps into the bad boy from her past who always dreamed of being her one and only. This was an okay read, to be honest. I didn't sit and sob when I read about Zoe's feelings or the fact that this was something of a second chance for both Zoe and Finn, However, it was an amusing and entertaining way to spend an evening. Granted, I did have the TV on with streaming service in the background and the IT crowd playing. 
I'm not going to go and buy the other two existing books in the series, which are, I believe, Meet Me in London and Meet Me in Hawaii. And nor am I in any rush to pick up the fourth book in the series, Meet Me at the Wedding, when it comes out at the end of April this year. The final romantic one for this month, and there were other books, trust me, was the hit The Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood. This book apparently started out as a Raylo or Kylo Ren and Ray from Star Wars fan fiction, if you're not familiar with the term. However, it's now made it mainstream. Though I have, in the past, been quite dismissive of fan fiction that has become mainstream, such as the Mortal Instruments series, which started out as Draco, Malfoy and Ginny Weasley fan fiction, or Fifty Shades, which was based on the Twilight series, this wasn't actually that bad. The characters were quite well-rounded and the plot didn't fall apart. However, I did find some elements of it quite frustrating, especially the supposed plot twist, which I won't give away because, you know, spoilers and how I feel about them. However, Adam and Olive were relatively likeable characters, as were the peripheral characters that they spent a lot of time with. And I didn't have any urge to throw it across the room, as I did my previous TikTok recommends read The Spanish Love Deception. I have probably mentioned it before, but I am on a couple of author street teams, and this month two authors sent me a book for review. I'm in the process of reading one of them, which is released tomorrow, and the other, This Is Forever by Elise Kelly, was released last week. As I have always said, I am honest in my reviews, and though it was hard, I really didn't enjoy this book, I found the characters were one-dimensional and the plot fell apart like wet tissue. This was a story of redemption and second chances, something I really enjoy reading, but Sloane, the main male character, actually came across as rather creepy and had many stalker tendencies, which I don't find attractive. And Bella, his love interest, was so contradictory, it was like watching an unsatisfactory tennis volley. That said, the smut was well-written, the issue I had with this book wasn't the skill of the writer, rather the story that she chose to tell. The last book on the list for February was another Agatha Raisin book, There Goes the Bride by M.C. Beaton. Rather than being really early in the series, as the book I reviewed The Quiche of Death was, this is one that takes place 20 books in. I picked this up as part of a charity shop haul just a few days ago and I was so happy to find another Agatha Raisin to read that it took me a while to realise that this felt so formulaic and at the same time incredibly confused. The Agatha Raisin I was familiar with from the first five or so books has been replaced by someone I barely recognise. There Goes the Bride casts Agatha briefly as a woman who is so obsessed with her ex-husband James that she stalks him on his holiday with his new young fiancé, Felicity, and her behaviour is so unusual that she is the first suspect when this young woman is found shot to death on the day of her wedding. Needless to say, as with any MC Beaton, the plot is not quite so straightforward, and that did carry it for a little bit, but there were, for me at least, a few too many unnecessary plot twists. Going forward, I am definitely going to be sticking with the older books in the series.
Now that I've taken a look at the other books I've read this month, you can find links to the main reviews below. It's time to take a look at the intense, I mean seriously intense, list of books that are coming out tomorrow. Everything from essay collections to illustrated children's books. In fact, there are so many that there is no way I can list them all. I know that by now, this book will have already come out. In fact, it was released on the 1st of March. It is still worth mentioning. If you're a huge fan of Margaret Atwood, yes, the woman who wrote The Handmaid's Tale, then perhaps you should add her new release, Burning Questions, Essays 2004-2020, to to your basket. I am a huge fan of Madeline Miller. I've probably said that several times. And when I first saw the title Galatea and her name beside it, I was jumping for joy. At last, a new book. The first since 2018. That's probably why I've ordered it, to be fair. This is a special hardback edition of the short story that acts as a bridge between The Song of Achilles and Circe. It was first published in a limited edition in 2013. However, this new hardback is absolutely beautiful to look at and would make a great addition to your shelves, especially if you, like me, are a fan. Donna Leon fans probably already have her latest book ordered, but in case you don't, the next Commissario Brunetti mystery, Give Unto Others, also comes out on the 3rd. If you're a fan of history, then the latest release from Anna Kay should be on your radar or in your shopping basket, depending on where you buy your books. The Restless Republic, Britain Without a Crown, a text all about England during the revolution following Charles I's death, is also released on March the 3rd. So how do you feel about random? This offering from cook and food writer Delia Smith about the human condition, titled You Matter, is definitely not something I would have ever thought she'd pen, but it is, and it's released on the 3rd of March too. I was going to talk about the new book by V.E. Schwab, Gallant, right now, but the publishing date on the latest by the author of The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue has been put back a week and is now due for release on the 8th of March, so it narrowly misses a World Book Day publication date. As I have already mentioned, there are literally hundreds of books coming out on the 3rd of March. Maybe everybody wanted their book to be released on World Book Day for some reason. So if I haven't talked about it here, that doesn't mean a change in date. It just means I didn't fancy recording all the way through the night, because I do need sleep occasionally. Well, that's it for the book nook. I'll be back at the beginning of April with another brief review of all the books I've been reading that don't have their own episode. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, why not share it with your friends and family? And please post a star rating on Good Pods, Spotify or Podchaser. You can follow me on Twitter at need underscore three underscore mugs and on Instagram at notbeforecoffeepodcast. Or you can check out my website, notbeforecoffee.co.uk. Well, I need another cup of coffee as I haven't had enough. So I'm going to go and put the kettle on. Until next time, this is me saying farewell. Farewell.